1: Ho ho! Ho ho Namaste! Namaste! And above all... Rishi Naka Naka! Rishishu naka, naka! To each and every one of you, it's Clinton Baptiste here. Just back from me holiday, and right next to me is the bronzed bombshell <laughs> herself. And when I say bombshell, I don't mean... I mean the glorious Linda Pollock. Hello, Linda. How well, are I've you? You've had a nice holiday, haven't you? You've come back oh, all, all extra... All exuberant... It's exuberant tell me did you go on holiday no. oh
2: no I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, having a staycation this year we'll probably
1: tr- make something up there just right. to keep things yes. yeah it was wonderful wasn't it
2: Barbados I went to St
1: Tropes <laughs> which is why I've got this lovely tan lovely now tell me yeah St Tropes tell me about the staycation where have you been what have you been seeing Chessington World of Adventures I that sort been, of
2: thing I haven't been there not right. yet I'm sure that will come at some point right. I've been to the cinema twice see the same film Well, the cinema
1: you go to, it's an all-immersive experience, isn't
2: it? No, it didn't require any immersion this time. Right, okay. It was about Barbie, and I'm not really sure what they could do with you for Barbie. I loved it. I loved it so much. I've seen it twice now. The first time I saw it, I laughed every 30 seconds, apart from the moments where I felt like I wanted to do a primal howl of, of, of desperation and sadness. Right, go on. And the second time around, I chuckled, still quite a lot, and cried but not quite as heartily. But it's a great film. I really enjoyed it. And what what is it about? Because remember last time we were
1: talking about how the critics have said, oh, it's not camp enough. It's not... It, it's not... You oh, know. my God. It's campers tits, Clinton. You'd love it. Is it? Yes. It's a bit bloody song and dance number and what is the thing about it being
2: a feminist a feminist film well it is quite but it's also talking about how patriarchy in it's you know most um, brutal form is no good for any of us really right Um, uh, because Ken doesn't know what he's supposed to be and when he's doing what he's supposed to be doing in quotation marks he doesn't like it oh well he's all over the place (laughs) The he said he didn't know what to do down poor, there, did he? Poor old Ken. Poor old but Ken. But the real star was Alan, who was one of Ken's friends, a little-known one, and he sort of mucks along with the girls. Really? Yeah. Tell me about Alan. Well, Alan's realised it's probably more fun hanging out with the girls. They have all the dance routines and the outfits and stuff. He's a
1: gay guy, Alan. No, he's not. No. Well, there you are. That's my prejudice. That is my prejudice. He's just a
2: bloke, I would imagine, in, in real life, a bloke that doesn't really want to talk about football every five minutes. Well, do
1: you know what? I have to say, I do like women's company. Yeah. Increasingly, as I get older... You know, when you're a young teenage bloke, you're sort of a bit stupid, and it's all about sex and tits and all that. And then as you get older, you go, I quite like women. They're just nicer than it's just, men. It's, there's
2: less this emphasis on banter.
1: Less emphasis on banter, that's right. Which be hurtful. When you get to a certain age, you quite like people who are... Um, you know, they feel things. They're, they're three-dimensional. They're not just a load of blokes who... They're so cut off they can't, yeah. you know. Yeah. say nice things. This has gone very serious, isn't it? Well. You don't pay for this stuff, do you? You want <laughs> some jokes? Where's the bloody banter? Where's the bloody banter gone? It's I tell you what, you, you lot, you know what your problem is. You're very cut off. You're very cut off, so join him. <laughs> now listen, so talking of holidays and things, which we were long before the Barbie business. Yes. I have heard from someone, Jess Lightfoot, who sent in a one wan- a wonderful busker. Um and have a little listen to this. This is from Greece. <laughs> oh blind. Sh-
2: sh- sh- Jolene. There is a slight Cat Stevensness about this. Yes, it is, but shat, sh- Stevens. Have a listen. Oh, blimey.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, let I me mean shout. I think she's got it. That's beautiful, isn't
2: it? He tried just being a bit more light-hearted and fun. That women don't like all that,
1: do they? <laughs> what, what's I'm a just great talking bit? About Kyriakos.
2: Jolene might have more trouble <laughs> taking his man if he's more fun. Yeah. Lighten up. Put something new on, get yourself a top. That's right. Women don't like
1: all that heavy <laughs> stuff. Anyway, listen now. We are recording this on the now. This is a really interesting. This is right up our strass. This is it's right up our lane. Open, down the lane. It's right up our lane. Tonight is a new Moon. Right, a new moon alert. We're recording this on the night of. It's 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 a a, a super moon, it's a super super moon, and it's called a sturgeon moon. Ooh. Which for those who don't know, that's where the moon appears like a big motorised caravan paid for by the Scottish taxpayer, and the a big or a big gingery moon that looks a bit like wee Jimmy Cranky. That's the sturgeon moon. I'm only joking don't want to be sued there was absolutely no truth in the idea that she's misappropriated funds for a motor caravan her or her husband just to make that just to make that clear No, it's something to do with the the sturgeon fish traditionally caught this time year in the great lakes okay and
2: of course being the moon being nice and big and low it made it appropriate for being able to do night fishing
1: it deserves a quiet night. It totally does. It's Michael Stipe once said. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, what it means is you must manifest. Oh. And so you have a little manifest now, because the new moon will be... S- I with can manifest
2: s- whenever I want at the moment. My house is empty. Oh,
1: you've been <laughs> manifesting the long <laughs> day. Now
0: tell us Now tell us
1: You'll be glad to know, <laughs> Linda has just told me. Remember th- I told you about the big skip of fucking wine bottles she had outside her house. <laughs> She's stopped that now. Stopped I'm into that. oats she has oats instead. That's what happens when you get to our age. And she's, you know, she's only a little bit older than me. But uh, you know, you you have your oats. It is good for your cholesterol. It's good for your blood pressure. Lay off the booze. Yes, yeah, stick a bit of banana in it. Stick a bit of banana in it. All right.
2: Okay. Yeah, tips for the top there. <laughs> Tip
1: out Now, while we are manifesting, what I want to do is manifest more ticket sales for the 100 Club <laughs> on the 24th of September. I'm not saying it's not selling, but it's not selling like it did last time. Everyone's on holiday, aren't they? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah,
2: yeah, all that money's gone on sangria.
1: Well, can you bloody well come back and buy some tickets? We have got some fantastic people on. Mike Gunn, you know Mike Gunn, a brilliant comedian. Matt Richardson is quite famous for the younger generation, even though he's probably getting on a bit now. A proper brilliant show. They will be on... On, uh, glow. The singer will be on. Will be on. You'll be on doing your ghost stories. Yeah. It's at the Hundred Club, in London's fancy West End, 100 Oxford Street, Sunday the 24th of September. Doors at 6:30. Show at 7. All right. And look, if you want to go, please look up uh, wegottickets.com forward slash Clinton Baptiste's Sunday Seance. Right.
2: And if you can't remember any of that, just Google Sunday Seance Clinton Baptiste. You'll find it easy peasy.
1: Well, absolutely. The other thing I wanted to say, while we're on the subject of holidays, which we were, mm. um, I did record a load of some bloke in a bar singing. And then I was going to play it out, you know, busking. And I had an attack of feeling a bit mean because he wasn't that bad No, he, he was <laughs> just doing his best. <laughs> he was doing his best and he was rather lovely. But uh, what I did want to tell you about coming back on the uh, EasyJet flight yesterday. First of all, I'm going to put a photo up of a lady who was reading Fat Fat Chat Feed. And fortune. Fat chat, fate, and fortune, fat chat, fate, and fortune, just in the seat in front of me, who annoyingly sang the jet two song when we landed the silly cow. What's
2: uh, that go like?
1: You're ready for this. Oh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Is that what it is? Yeah. Jess Glenn. Anyway, this lady, it reminded me that on the EasyJet flight, the I won't call them trolley dollies, because they're No, What will they call them? Yes. Yeah. Purveyors of radiation hot tea and coffee at <laughs> inflated prices is what I call them. She did an announcement and it I, the irony, it made me laugh out loud, right? Because EasyJet, you know, they, they're sponsored by unis Oh, they they put money into Unicef. Right. You know, yeah. they they support a and she comes on and she's going, you know, EasyJet have teamed up with UNICEF. Uh, uh, poverty has increased by a third in Africa in schools and an estimated 7% of 10-year-olds is unable to understand simple written text according to a new report published today. We are proud to sponsor children on learning how to read. Read. And I th- <laughs> I nearly a round for her. Patronising, isn't it? Anyway, the other wonderful thing since you've been away, my love, you know we had uh, we had to someone like this getting in touch to say, yeah. I know what you did last week. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had
1: some more celebrities. You're joking? No, getting in touch from beyond the grave. Now I suspect it's a piss take, but have a listen to this. This is uh, Richard Burton. Got in touch. Hey, Clinton Bach. it's Richard Burton yeah? I'm trapped here now up in heaven and I can't find my carry out, Elizabeth. Can you help me, boy? Please, please. If you are going to get in touch with us, don't take the piss. This is a paranormal podcast.
2: I mean, Richard Burton had one of the most mellifluous and beautiful voices in the world, right? Well, it, I don't know what happens to you as you cross the other side. But it sounds like there's been quite a lot of pressure on the testicle.
1: <laughs> yes, you can, well, you can speak as you want. But
2: can you? you? I don't can. know why
1: you choose to talk. I don't know. Now. I don't know. But he did have a lovely voice. The War of the Worlds, etc. Yes. Why you would choose to speak like? That bloke off of Gogglebox. I do not <laughs> Dave, Dave. Uh, Dave from Gogglebox. Uh, anyway, let's get on with the sodding show. Uh, as we go to uh, chat. What's it called? Chat, Fate and Fortune. What's it called? Take a break. Fat, fat fate chat. And fate and fate Fortune. Fat chat. Fate and Fortune. Bind shivers.
2: Birthing. New partner. <laughs> oh God. Settling down on my mum's sofa, I took the weight off my aching feet. At eight months pregnant, I was exhausted. As I got comfy, my mum Colleen's two-year-old border terrier Cross Patterdale hopped up beside me. That was too much detail in one sentence for me, was it you? You, you, you will get to
1: understand why. This is important. All right.
2: Yeah. You never guess what, mum grinned. She's expecting too. The vet confirmed it this morning. Mum's other pooch, Teddy, three, was the father. Dirty bastard. <laughs> I wonder who'll pop first, my sister Alice laughed. Ooh, lovely thought. Someone could be pulling a string somewhere. They weren't able to say, Mum chuckled. You never know, it could be the same day. She can't steal my thunder, I joked. A month on, I woke two familiar cramps. My partner James didn't drive, so I called Mum to take us to hospital. I'm so sorry, I can't, she gaped. Gaped? Ruby's in labour too I mean that word When we're talking about labour With no one else To safely deliver the puppies Mum had to stay home oh.
4: What's
2: baby doing? Coming <laughs> out, coming out is what he's doing. Rushing to the hospital in a taxi.
1: Ugh, shut up. With no one else to safely deliver the puppies, mum had to stay home. Rushing to the hospital in a taxi. I barely made it into a bed before baby Penny, seven pounds, three ounces, was delivered, absolutely. As I cradled my minutes old newborn, my phone went... They've arrived, mum had written. Alongside a picture of seven teeny pups nuzzling rubies. Can I just stop the music a second? What is the mum doing? Her daughter has just had a baby and all the mum can do is they've arrived. The babies have arrived.
2: You know what I mean? <laughs> what sort of mother does that? Also, if it was a choice between taking your daughter to hospital and the dog and I know that dogs are very precious to people. Y- yes. But yes. Dogs have been having puppies on their own for years, right? yeah would well, did she have to like get gas and air hot yeah. towels no, proportion all that shit no but her daughter did no, need no that's
1: right she has to stay at home with the daughter do- I'm not sure about that's that that's
3: really strange
1: it is a bit strange isn't it Ruby and I music on again Ruby and I must have been giving birth at the same time I gasped in amazement and probably slightly annoyed slightly yeah. annoyed as well once they were old enough mum rehomed the puppies don't care <laughs> and when Penny was three months Alice
2: messaged I'm pregnant she'd written I was ecstatic Months later I was at mum's having a cuppa When she said guess who's expecting again oh. Ruby get your dog done for Oh God's for sake. fuck's sake mum Get the dog done and shut up about the dog How does she seem to know When one of us is having a baby I gasped Yeah well exactly Mum soon decided to have Teddy, Teddy Newton yes, To okay. avoid any more surprises we well, would already had seven bloody surprises yeah. When Alice went into labour mum took her to hospital The next morning she called me Has Alice had the baby, I asked. Excited. No, she's still in labour, she replied. And I can't believe
1: I'm saying this, but Ruby is too. Oh, (laughs) give it a fucking rest, (gasps) love. What sort of mother? So poor Alice is on her own, is she? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the puppies to deal with. Since mum was the only one who could deliver the litter, she had to leave Alice and rush home. By the time I got to the hospital, Alice was cradling beautiful baby Rodney. Just then, mum sent a picture. Sure enough, there was Ruby with six new puppies. What's the matter with this woman?
2: <laughs> Talk about doggy deja vu. Oh, I think I've had that doggy deja vu. <laughs> Just six months earlier, I've been in the same hospital holding Penny when mum messaged me, Yes, we remember when our remember, bloody goldfish... We that. It's just as ridiculous a couple
1: of paragraphs down. <laughs> the new puppies all eventually found new homes and we've had no new arrival, human or hound, since. But we joke that we'll be able to tell if one of us is expecting, as Ruby will get in on the act. <laughs> I don't know how she was so spookily well-timed, but who needs a birthing partner when you've got a barking one? Ugh. Well... You do need a birthing part. Never mind a... This is the shittiest... <laughs> it's about a tale of an unmuted, horny dog. I, I mean, really, Delicia Oates, 32. I can't help think. We can turn the music off, yeah. I can't help thinking... Do you know you get some mothers who want to upstage their daughters? Yeah. Was that both of it, her and her sister? Yes. I mean... Do you not think your mother would probably be more interested in... You know, you're saying, look, Mum, you know, look on the old FaceTime. Look, I've got the baby, Rodney. Never mind that. Look at my puppies. (laughs) Look at my puppies. Ruby's had six fucking puppies. What sort of mother does that? I had a friend i had a friend i won't say his name but his uh he got engaged to a girl we were very very young and i remember he was at the pub and a few people were saying what's lovely she was showing off her her engagement ring and her dad had bought her a bigger better ring why i don't know but some people are like that aren't they that's outrageous isn't it have you ever been upstaged by your mother
2: not re... Ri- uh, no, not really. She's... No, she's not really like that. She's quite sensitive to things like that, my mum. Yeah. Um. No, not I'm not encouraging although, you to
1: slag your mum off. Although, other...
2: honestly, at yeah. my wedding... Yeah. Him,
1: Go on, get moving of, closer. A member
2: of the family on my in-law's side was having their wedding anniversary and we did have to stop the disco to present them with a bunch of flowers. Say that again. Hold on, just a
1: minute. Are you mad? What
2: happened? So, a member of the other side... The other side this yeah. was the the husband's, husband's side. side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, we're celebrating their wedding anniversary that day. And you had to stop your, not your first dance, not the snowball. Not, snow not the dance. Sn- no, not the slow dance, but right. but we stopped proceedings at the disco so we could present a bunch of flowers. Which is nice. But actually, a well, that people afterwards said to me It's a bit
4: Oh my fucking god.
2: Just a
1: minute. I don't can I just say I'm just gonna play devil's advocate here. That's not unreasonable for someone to go, oh, it's their anniversary yeah, as well, is it? I don't think it? it is
2: massively unreasonable, but... Just... Get out. A couple of people Get said... Get out! A couple of people said to me, we could have just given them a bunch of flowers and not had to stop everything. Well, I think that... But actually, we saw it as... But what, did, as you sort of stop? what as did you stop? What did you stop? Everyone dancing and talking. Um, but it was... sort someone who hates dancing like me. It that would be, that would be, a it would be welcome, relief. yeah. No, it was more... I think we just saw it as... In the spirit, we took it because some people did sidle up to us afterwards and go. Mm, well, this is the sound. This order. is the sound
1: of someone it's trying of to order. dig their way out of something. Then there is shit. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't all about you at your wedding. Hey, I should not be. Reasonable, <laughs> <is it? laughs> I don't well,
2: know. One day. Do writing listeners, what do you think? We saw it as a celebration of the family at large and everything, but there was a couple of my friends went. Oh, that's me. Well, you I know, suppose... When some... someone in- proposes at someone else's wedding, <laughs> yeah, that's but... a bit out of order, isn't it? Oh, it... It well, is, it no. Is, well, it I, is. funny
1: you should say that. My friend Jim, who I've just been on holiday with. His parents always thought it was terrible. I think it's someone like, oh God, it was someone like Alan Ball's funeral. Another footballer died. Yeah. And they were going, oh my God, oh the shame, oh the hor- oh God, the social embarrassment at dying at someone else's funeral. And you go, well, I don't suppose he did intended nervous, it.
2: Did he anything? You
1: now's know, now's the time. Well, not now's the time. Everyone here. Everyone here. I'll show him up. What about this? I'm gonna fuck. Die Anything you can do, <laughs> I like can do better. Exactly. So I don't know. The jury's still out about that because let's let's be fair. There's so much for you to look forward to on your wedding day and wedding night.
2: I mean, would it hurt you to just stop and I congratulate someone? I had ended up with my feet in the B-Day, My balls were burning. What do you mean? You know, the balls on my feet. I've been wearing silly shoes all day. Oh, I you see. I did not burn oh, that oh, dancing. I thought you meant... I'm having sex at the moment.
1: <laughs> you weren't doing that? No. Oh, Isn't it funny when... Sorry, just a minute. Isn't it funny when brides, they're all demure, and oh, I love that dress, and oh, the, 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 the I did the running man in line. I <laughs> know,
2: exactly. Did you? Uh, yeah. The running man, yeah. Yeah. Doing that caterpillar on the floor. I couldn't in the quite thing. do that. It was one of them fishtail ones. I yeah. Could, I looked like a supreme. Yeah. Oh, I bet you look
1: lovely at your wedding. What did you do with, no, bitter memories. I did I do made. with the what? The, the actual t- dress.
2: Oh, I've got it packed up. It's in a box somewhere. Okay. But I don't think it's, I don't think it's cursed. I don't... I don't know it's not. <laughs> no, no, okay. You never... This
1: is painful, maybe, to talk no, about. Right. You never
2: get it out and go, well, look at that, wasn't that lovely? Um, I actually got it out a couple of... Uh, maybe a year later, when a friend of mine at work, who was a bit of a prick, I'm going to be honest, okay, uh, oh, girls right. are stupid. They only they buy all that, that dress and they never wear it again. Yeah, and then you end so up I doing wore, oops upside your head I wore in it to yeah. work one day. Yes, go on. Just to show him that um, actually I was getting me wear of it. <laughs> you wore it to work? <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. And I had to fill up with petrol on the way. It was great. <laughs> God, extraordinary.
1: So, anyway, do send in your wedding story.
2: <laughs> now, if you
1: think that that was a thin story about the, the doggies, this is the thinnest story. And I, I might have to look for a new publication. Because take a break, fat and fate and fortune. Is this
2: another one of those ones where they say, we'll slip you a fiver if you write us no, some bullshit?
1: No, I don't. Yes, yes. three hundred quid. <laughs> three hundred quid. Right, have a have a, have, a, have a listen to this. This is this is a lady, uh, Joe Wilkinson, thirty-six, destined to DJ. Now, have a listen. <laughs> to put this in a paranormal uh,
2: publication is stretching it a bit. Away we go. I texted my twenty-year-old daughter Taylor. Do you want to go to Fuerteventura next week? Consider it an early birthday present. Yeah. It wasn't long before her response pinged through. Yes, that's just what I need. Thanks, Mum. I grinned to myself Taylor and I had always been extremely close and sometimes I swore we could read each other's minds. Three days later we set off on our Spanish getaway and after landing in the Canary Islands we started to explore
1: Our first day was spent in town sampling the local delicacies getting pissed out of my head. Then we Way back to our villa, through the picturesque maze of cobbled alleyways. I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) But as the sun was setting, I tripped over, pissed out of her head, on an uneven cobblestone, landing on my bottom with a thump. I looked down to find I'd scraped... I looked down to find I'd grazed my knee. So, she landed on her bottom. Her knee's in a funny place, isn't Mm. it? Blood was trickling down my leg. Ugh. Whoops-a-daisy,
2: I chuckled, pissed out me head. Mum, what are you like, Taylor said. Let's get you bandaged up and back into the dog and duck. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. She held me to my feet and, spotting flashing lights in the distance, we instinctively shuffled towards them, looking for a place to sit down. Did they thought the club. Yeah, no, they did. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> As we came closer, I heard a familiar
1: reverb and screamed in delight. Ah! When I realised what we'd
2: stumbled upon, literally. <laughs> it's a karaoke oh, It was meant to be, I beamed. My partner, Mark and I, worked as a DJ duo back home, calling ourselves Mark and his Technicolor Dream Wife. It makes no sense at all. It makes absolutely no
5: sense. You do have a dirty bottom, I've seen it.
2: I loved
1: anything musical, and even though I was a wounded warrior, I wasn't about to pass up the opportunity to take the mic. After the bar staff patched up my knee, we ordered... I drink. No. Nope. You <laughs> got to drink, and I made a pee line for the stage, where I belted out the lyrics to something inside
2: so strong. <laughs> Just think, if I hadn't fallen over, we'd never have found that place, I said to Taylor on the way home. <laughs> yeah. We went back to the karaoke bar every night. Of course you did, because it was that kind of holiday. Oh,
3: Christ.
2: They sound a bit common, don't they? They sound very common. <laughs> and on our final night, I got chatting to a local named Craig. He wasn't that local, was he? Not from Fuerteventura, <laughs> I guess. A
1: local named Craig. Will you be coming tomorrow? He asked. We're flying home, I explained. I have to get back for my weekend DJ gigs. You're a DJ, he said. I own a radio station. Wow. The
2: spirit's doing it.
1: It's clever. Yeah. Red Lamp Radio. Red Lamp Radio. What's that for prostitutes? That's (laughs) You don't have to put on the red lamp. Red lamp radio. What is this for... Red lamp radio sounds like it's a sort of in-house prosy. One of those... Did you know you get them at Top's Tiles? Or Radio Spa. Mm. And it's some... Red Lamp Radio, which was based in the UK, based in the UK and Spain,
4: right.
2: used a broadcast from home yeah, structure. It was an internet radio station. Let's not gloss it up. It's a broadcast from home structure,
1: meaning presenters could work from their own bedrooms. No shit. Sex.
2: So, <laughs> broadcast from home
1: <laughs> means with, with clients. You can work from your own. You home. work from your home. Brilliant. Never heard of that before. <laughs> How would you like to present your own show? He asked love to, I said. Back home, I set up a place to record in my craft room and take clients and named it the Rainbow
2: Studio. My aim was to make people smile, so naturally I named my show Heidi's Happy Hits. Oh, isn't that lovely? After my first broadcast, I processed the sequence of events that had led me here. It was fate that I fell over. No, it was the uh, Lumbar <laughs> Island Dice
1: Teas. Yeah, that's right.
2: And I hurt my knee in Spain that evening. If I hadn't fallen, I would never have stumbled. Yes, you would. You would. You were always going there. (laughs) I would never have stumbled across the karaoke bar and met Craig. And I wouldn't have my very own
1: radio show. The spirits are very strong tonight. Very, very strong tonight. I've always believed that things happen for a reason. If you drink too much, you will fall over. But now I understand that the universe works in weird and wonderful ways. So watch out. Because you never know what could be heading your way. Now, I do believe in this, fate and fortune, to coin a phrase, but I don't believe that this is necessarily paranormal. Can
2: I deconstruct that for you? Please do. We all like to be the main performer in our own show, don't we? Yes, that's right. And I wonder whether this idea of fate... I mean, there are things that have happened to me which seem uncanny, but, you know, it would be weird if weird things didn't happen. Right, so, go on. But I wonder whether we back-justify things that happened to us to go, ah, there was a point to that. Because otherwise, we realise that we're freewheeling towards the grave and there's no sense there, at all. There,
1: there, there is a sense of that, yes. But, however, Linda, let's not forget, you are very, very cut off. And no matter what evidence is presented to you... I understand you, but the nice to telling me. Thank you, Milo. <laughs> That's the, that, so, so open your mind a little bit. Do you understand? Yeah. And all I can say to you is
2: check
1: rishitsu rishitsu <laughs> Now, this week... That's you told, is That's you told. This week... Now, do you remember Eric? Eric, he came to look at my flat. Oh, and he how wouldn't could buy I forget? It. Yes. Lovely Eric. Um, what's it took a shine to him, didn't she? R- Ruth did. Yeah. Ruth took a shine to him. And, you know, he's... I don't know whether he's had a girlfriend he's probably had a girlfriend at some he's quite nervous time. he's a nervous sort of fella anyway he has put in an offer on flat 2 it's been accepted he's moved in to flat 2 and this week he came round to me to borrow an extension cable for his various uh, Xboxes and Playstations and what have you this is what happened
0: It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: Have you met the other neighbors at all, Eric?
5: Uh, No, and I, I don't necessarily plan to. I think sort of this kind of neighborly you know, kind of Coronation Street thing where everyone knows each other, it's a, it's a little bit outdated. I don't know if it ever really existed. Um, well, I've kind of got my community online and yes. got the Disney forums and, yeah. you know, the people that I've got my, my work colleagues. Um.
1: Mm, if we got, I mean, what have we got? there's me in number one. Uh, you in you're in number two. Number three, <laughs> Irene Harding. She 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 doesn't come out much either. She plays religious stuff on her Hammond organ a bit too loudly, to be honest. Uh, since COVID right. she she never goes out. She's a bit, bit germ freak, geriatric, geriatric I call it. Um, now, what you need to know about her is she blocked up all the bogs here with her insistence on using wet wipes on every surface. Uh, she's got a husband. Called Derek, who she bullies. He's a pale man, uh, smelly trousers, who hasn't well, he hasn't seen the light of day since she last allowed him out, which I think was probably his eighth COVID booster. She insists on, and
5: you know, if she has a, a, a website, because I do, I do Wix for people. I mean, not that I want it, I can. You do what? Can update people's website. Uh, Wix. It's like a website builder. I can.
1: I, Just if I, anyone needs a
5: website, I can. I, I. Just she run.
1: I wouldn't imagine she has a website because the last time I knew she wanted to wipe down, you know, her radio with wet wipes in case the Chinese sent their coronavirus rays through Radio Two or something, something like that. So I, I doubt she'll be wanting the evil empire to, you know, contact her through the internet. I, I, I can almost guarantee she doesn't do the internet. Um, Peter Rawlings, yeah, he probably does do the internet, I don't know. He, he might want you to clean up his hard drive at some point. He's in flat four, uh, retired, though he's, right. he's got properties. A hateful, a hateful well, man.
5: Um, so what's wrong with his hard drives? Is it? Um,
1: chock-a-block full of tits and fanny, probably. Okay.
5: Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, he's a mean... Well, spe- if
5: any of them... Accru- I do data recovery if he's, if any of the files are, are missing, but, I, yeah, I, d- uh, I generally don't judge people... Missing? What are missing? There.
1: He's trying to bury them as best as possible, I imagine. He won't, you won't want to be seeing those again. He won't want you to okay. be seeing them. Now, he is a man... I don't know, like. he's mean-spirited. He gave everyone salmonella from his underdone chicken wings at, uh, at the barbecue last year. Peter, how can I... T- Peter, he's, he's... He's a prick who... Uh, unashamedly keeps well from what I've heard he keeps his dead mum's house coat in his wardrobe that the uh, I believe the window cleaner caught him sucking it a year or so ago when he squeegeed his double his glazing um, Barry nice fella num- wow. number five number five You know, Barry lovable cockney stereotype 65 today night's wife Margaret they'll do anything for you if, right. you, if you need them at all slightly demanding she is but she's, she's a good cook if you ever want anything done I think it's fair to say she's She's sexually voracious, and, uh, but she spoils him. She gave him a spatchcock over Christmas.
5: Last oh, wow, well, OK. Whoa. And it's, it's quite a collection of... Yeah,
1: and, of course, there's Ruth, who you, you've met. Now, I just want to say about Ruth, to be to defend that heart's in the right place, terrible breath. Uh, she's your biggest mm. fan, as you know. Now, she does have, as I say, You know, try to stagger you entering an X in the building to throw her off. She's got four restraining orders against her Uh, Michael Buble, Chris Packham, Thomas Schaffernacher off the weather, and remember that Rachel Adadoji off of X Factor
5: 2000. Oh, of course. uh, Do you know the sort of what is the kind of. Um, I'm very technically minded, not very legally minded. Right. What is the the first steps of the process of of like restraining orders and stuff like that? Um, how does that actually work? And, and I would, if you live in the same building, is that, is that is that kind of your fault or do they still? I would
1: say the first step is probably to literally restrain them physically. Okay. Um, see how that goes. What a heavy sack I've had this week of emails for your problems. Linda is here. She's... Hi. Yes, she's (laughs) hi. But she normally is when she she comes (laughs) round. Linda's here and she wants to tell us all about... Well, she wants to solve problems for you, doesn't she? Of course I do. People don't get in touch with us. But this is what did come through... I'll be honest, it comes through on <laughs> Take A Break, Fate and Fortune. But nevertheless, for anyone out there, it might help you.
2: Please, Linda, tell us what the problem the is. The title is, What Does He Want? And the want is in capitals. What does he want? Yeah. An old boyfriend contacted me out of the blue recently. After a few phone conversations and a couple of coffees, he actually proposed. What? He said he didn't understand why we'd ever broken up. It was because I wanted children and he didn't. That's very often the case. And he would love us to be together again. I've been single for 10 years. 10 years. Good and enough. the temptation to say yes is strong, but something is holding me back. Am I right to tread carefully, says Angela, 51 of Nottingham? Well, I think that's a bit odd that he just happened to be, you know, knocking around.
3: I
5: don't know where you were last Saturday. And I hope you had a lovely
1: time. You know what I mean? Yes, I think you sh- probably should be a little bit careful. Yes. Can I just get this straight just coming back a bit? After a few conversations, a couple of coffees, he actually proposed. That's bloody odd, isn't it, that?
2: Something in me is getting the word settling. Oh, what do you mean? He's settling for... They're in the 50s now. There's no hint that she's going to want to have children from him, which was the sticking point before. Well, he's gone out and sown his wild oats. She's been mooching about for 10 years. All right, now she's ready for the relationship he wanted. Yeah. Well, hold on just a second.
1: There's such a thing as romance.
2: Come on, Linda. Don't be a poo -poo pooer. Don't be
1: a poo -poo pooer. The advice from Keely Potts in Take a Break is follow your heart and your head. They're both telling you the same thing. That being single... Now, this is you know, this is good advice. That being single is sometimes better than just settling for what? Offer, that's what you Exactly. Said. Enjoy your time you spend together, but I feel you must give him an answer soon, right? You are being held back for a reason. And this is simply because you both have changed. Is he still the person you hoped he would be? At this stage, I wouldn't rush into anything if he's a keeper... He will wait for you. No rush for your answer.
2: This is what my mum always taught me growing up. If in doubt, do nout. Oh, that's absolutely right. If in
1: doubt, do not. I couldn't. I couldn't agree yeah. more, stro- more strongly, or whatever the expression is. it th- right. This is another one for you now. Here, we this is from clairvoyant and fortune teller Keely Potts again. She uses psychometry to see your future. Yeah. Right. Here we go.
2: I recently moved house and suffered a bad spell of anxiety. One night, the light started flickering. I lay in bed, unable to sleep, and then I felt a light touch on my head and the words, "It'll be all right." Oh Christ! I started feeling better, but who do you think it was? I've attached a photo of my nan's ring. Bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> it was given to me after she passed on, oh, I see, jewellery.
1: Oh, sorry, yes. No, I I, I wouldn't think a photo of your nan's ring is... Our loved ones, this is what Keeley says, right. Our loved ones and guardian angels... Oh, <laughs> oh got I can't believe I'm still laughing at that. Come on, pull yourself together. <laughs> our Loved ones and guardian angels always surround us when we need them most. But I leave <laughs> I believe those flashy lights and words you heard were sent to bring you comfort and reassurance. I believe it was your nan, but I also feel the presence of an older man. Oh. He, he, eh? He tells me you have to toughen up a bit. You are Is it the older man's ring? that? that <laughs> he tells me you have to toughen up a little. You're too kind-hearted. The good news is you have an abundance of luck
2: coming your way. That's a fucking mess, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's, that is a mess. Basically, what she said there, covertly is... Yes. Yeah, OK, if you think it's your nan, it was your nan. But also... Mad up for God's sake!
1: Yeah, who is this bloke who who coming you know it's odd isn't
3: it's it? a ghost comes up to me and says,
5: I'm real.
1: Then then I believe it, but just just someone, you know, a bloke's turned up. I don't know what that is. That's an absolute dog's breakfast of advice. Let's let's move on to this one. Will we be close? Again, this is Jane Wallace answering this question.
2: I've been having struggles with a friend. Yeah. We used to be close, but we've grown apart over the years. Sad. Part of this was because we met while I was younger. I've since grown up, but she is older and still rather selfish. Oh it sounds like a really nice person that you appreciate in your life.
1: <laughs> yeah, it sounds horrible, doesn't it? You know
2: Go on. We have friends in common so I still see her and it can be fun to hang out with her but it does often lead to tense situations particularly because she talks about herself a lot, you don't like her yeah. and also gives unsolicited advice oh, if you don't like her. No. Will we ever make up <laughs> says Deborah 32 who doesn't like her friend from No, home. no, it sounds like a nightmare. Why would you want to be close to that person? This is what Jane Wallace says, I
1: feel there will always be jealousy and she has always been jealous of you. I don't think you'll rekindle <laughs> the relationship you had. It was a sisterly love and you were very close. I feel it has been a role Roller coaster, emotionally reminds me of my show Roller Coaster. <laughs> Tickets are on sale. And very difficult for you. The trust has been broken and you're feeling let down. I'm getting the Nine of Swords card for you, suggesting you've had a lot of stress and anxiety over this situation. But now it's about breaking free and allowing the past to heal. You need people who bring joy and give both ways. You're now surrounded by new friends who are very different from her. Why are you? Why you've got your head in your
2: hands? What are you saying? Because what she's saying there is, yeah, we've all got people in our lives. You know what they say that you have friends for a reason or friends for a season. I've never heard that, but I do like it. Yeah. So, you know, in our lives, we'll come across people who are important to us for seeing us through a certain p- period or a situation. Yes. And then after that quite naturally and through no kind of rupture or friendship or anything like that you, just you go in separate on. ways because life moves you that way but you always hold them in your heart right? I think that's absolutely
1: true and you do you know you do have people that you've been through so much you've seen you've witnessed so much and experienced so much together
2: you do have a dirty bottom I've seen
1: it. and if you've been with someone who's seen <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, that yeah that can ring. make or break really can't <laughs> your, it your man's ring you knew I was going to say that <laughs> that is make or break right let's so get. what I'm saying is right. it
2: feels to me like <laughs> I thought we'd done you, it Grown out of that friendship, you know that you feel less good than you used to when yes. you are hanging out together. So don't do it. Go, or go. Do it under a controlled period of time. Don't stay as long. That's right.
1: Is
2: that when you wash your bottom?
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> Clinton and Linda. This is lovely. Now, we're going to move on to this. I'm going to speak to a guy in a minute. Mm. It's from a fella called Courtney.
2: I was on my way back with my nan from watching the first Lord of the Rings film in Sheffield. but this is a theme appearance. Oh, yeah, Nan and her Lord of the Rings. Yes, precious rings. Yeah. While driving home, we drove through the village called Shire Oaks, which used to have a mining colliery. Yes. It was pretty cold and a foggy night, and there weren't many cars on the road. As the car turned a corner on a deserted country lane, the lights of the car caught the eyes of three Three figures crossing the road. The figures were three men, all wearing boiler suits and carrying lanterns.
1: As we approached, the three figures all turned their heads towards the car and my Nan, thinking she was about to run over people, swerved to avoid them. The car came off the road and went into a verge. My Nan and I got out of the car to look down the road. We could see the figures still on the road. At that moment the three figures turned to look at us and carried on walking into the distance. The fog suddenly dissipated and we could no longer see the three men.
2: My Nan had to sit down as it was quite an ordeal and I kept looking around because something wasn't right. A few years later I went to see a medium with my friend. I wasn't that interested but my friend had recently lost her sister and mum and wanted to make contact with them. The event took place in a
1: local pub, Stroke Snooker Hall, so classic. I wasn't really paying attention to the medium until she walked over, put her hand on my shoulder, she looked straight
2: in my eye and said, Is that your willy? I've got three men here. <laughs> Want to say? Sorry! The medium removed her hand from my shoulder. I'm glad you said that, because otherwise she might still be there. Yeah, yeah. And turned and walked away. My friend looked at me and said, what was that all about? I just replied, I'm going to make you taste my jam donut.
1: Not sure. It was the strangest thing ever.
2: An hour or so later, I was standing at the bar ordering a couple more drinks when an intense cold feeling came over me. I turned to look at the door thinking someone had just walked in and at the end of the bar, there were three empty pint glasses in a line. My friend walked over to me and looked at me. You you make me feel sexy. What's up with you, she said. You look like you've just seen a ghost.
1: I left the pub shortly after and went home. To this day, I will never forget the night driving home, the medium in the pub, and I've still not seen the last Lord of the the last two Lord of the Rings he tried, What a tried, load of shit! Tried to do a joke at the end there. Anyway, all the best, Courtney. Courtney, the three glasses at the end of the bar
2: proved nothing. It was a pub. Let's speak
1: to Courtney. <laughs> Courtney is with me now. First of all, Courtney, hello, sir.
3: Hello, how are you doing?
1: Oh, lovely. Another another telephone voice, because it's not how you <laughs> sounded earlier. Hello. Very fruity. Where are you calling from, Courtney?
3: I'm calling from Pinner, Clinton.
1: Pinner in Middlesex. I know it very, very well. Courtney, it's a wonderful story you tell. The first thing I've got to ask is, so your grand your gran, was yeah. there. She saw it. She took a while to sit down. The, the car literally went into a ditch. Is that right? On the verge? Into a ditch? What?
3: Yeah, so we came around the corner and she thought there were three people in the road. Yes. So she just turned the wheel to avoid them and we went into like a, a little verge ditch. Um, yeah. So there was no question that
1: she sort of imagined it or you'd imagined it or it was just a bit misty and the silly moo lost control
3: of the wheel and went yes. into a ditch. No, no, it, well, yeah, it wasn't like that, no. You um, saw the figures? Yeah, we both said we saw figures, so she, to this day, still believes that there were three people crossing the road. Right. But it was just very odd how they were dressed and their reaction to a car crashing and...
1: You said you they were in boiler suits and had sort of Davy lamp type thing. They were miners, were they?
3: They were definitely miners, and, of course, where I was originally from, up north, a lot yes. of mines. Yes. And this area had a big mine until about late 80s 90s right because so, of you know they all got closed down oh
1: i know don't worry about that i was marching against that and so did it, did it look old-fashionedy sort of wear that they
3: were wearing? yeah definitely definitely because they they were carrying lanterns and one of them had something else in his hand but i couldn't really see it right but they were just crossing the roads and of course if you were stood in front of a car you'd either get out of the way or stop to help it once it's crashed but
1: when they walked away and they were looking back through them, I mean, because, of course, you'll forgive me and, and mm. any cynics, poo-poo as I call them out there, who might Linda. say, oh, what?" sorry, Benders, what? Linders. Oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Linders. <laughs> any Linders oh, out there? I do beg your pardon, Connor Any Linders out there who are, don't worry, I'll edit that out, uh, Linders, do you, I mean, surely anyone would say, oh, what a cliche. It was very misty. Oh, these girls came to the mist and then they disappeared into the mist. Is there a danger of that? I mean, have you imagined it in a slightly more romantic way, Courtney?
3: Um, I don't think so. It happened, I was, so I was 11 when it happened. Yeah. It's, it's 2001 when the the film came out. But I, I don't, no I, didn't. no, I think it, it was genuinely real. They they weren't there, but they were there. They were sort of see-through-y. With oh, the my mist. God.
1: And di- did you think at the time, Jesus, those are three
3: ghosts? N- no. At the no. Well, t- you know, it wasn't until we sort of turned and, you know, the car lights through the fog sort of cut through them. Oh, Christ. So it didn't, the light didn't bounce off them or I didn't, you know, there was no reflection of the lights on any bits of metal okay. lights that sort of went M- through them.
1: So, my question to you, Cotton, is later on when you went to see the medium, you said there's three fellas want us to, to apologise, say sorry. Mm-hmm. Why didn't the useless bastards apologise at the time instead of wandering off? Did they not look round and go, sorry, Mel, so, sorry about that?
3: It took them seven years to apologise.
1: <laughs> seven years. But did they look back at you and go, shit, sorry about that? Or did they just carry on sparking so- clogs or whatever it is they did up there? <laughs>
3: So when the car was in the verge, myself and my Nan got out, we both looked to the road and they were carrying on walking, they were carrying on walking up the, the, you know, into sort of a woodland. Yeah. And as we looked to them, they both, all three of them rather, turned to look at us again, then looked forward and carried on walking into this sort of small woodland
1: But would, would I mean, my point is, when the car went in the, I mean, did it sort of go in with a clonk? Could it have been quite dangerous? Would they have gone, oh, that, oh shit, that was our fault, sorry. Yeah, they my just nan go... had
3: a, it was a massive car it was huge it was right. too big for an old lady she just because right. she had to tow a, uh, tow a caravan so right, she had okay. a huge toyota so when it went in the verge there was barely any sort of it was just sort of in and then it popped back out when a, she reversed back a, gy-
1: a gypsy lady a traveling lady
3: <laughs> she was no, she wasn't a lady of the traveling community no no neither.
1: No. okay yeah. okay right so the thing that what well, viewers listeners don't know is that when i first got courtney on the zoom here he said his favorite bit of the story which quite honestly courtney is my least favorite bit of the story is the three glasses of beer or whatever they were at the bar Mm. when you look round, i don't i mean that's just that's coincidental isn't it
3: Uh, yeah i think because the story's always stuck in my head and it's something i you know every now and then my nan will bring up um and other family members take the piss because yes. it's a funny story but then we went to see this clairvoyant me and my friend and it was uh, the woman you always do the impression of oh,
1: oh my yeah. darling
3: blown oh, off, that woman.
1: you could have hit one of the three miners cracked him on the oh my darling his fucking head's come off in the road but, uh, and the mist has cleared there's blood yeah. all over the place. Does that comfort you, my darling? Thank you. Uh,
3: that's her. Uh, it was a yeah. pie and peas night with a medium followed by oh, a disco. On. a
1: pie and peas night? What?
3: A pie, it was a uh, medium followed by pie and peas and a disco. <laughs> oh, jeez. So there's you doing Leicester Square Theatre and she's doing yeah. these more than pubs with pie and peas.
1: Oh, my darling. All his guts have spilled out all over the road. Anyway, that's enough of that. queue up for your pie and peas
3: it's exactly it's her, that
1: it's her isn't it I'm not saying a name I won't I won't say her name
3: no Courtney but so, yes yeah, yeah so my friend was like because she'd had a couple of bereavements and she was hoping to reach out and then this clairvoyant walked over and just held put, put hand here yeah and when she said there's three men here that there's to say three sorry.
1: men here Courtney oh my darling you nearly fucking run them over your old grand did the silly
3: move Was it like that? Very much like that, very much. Bang
1: on. I've called your nan a silly moon now twice, a post. And she's still with us, so.
3: Well, you should know. You're the media. Oh,
1: yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not getting anything from her, so I'm sure. She's 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 still here. She's still here. Her name's Maggie, isn't it? Irene. (laughs) Marion. Marion. Hey, you heard that, everyone. (laughs) Marion, isn't it? Marion. I knew it was something beginning with M. Marion. Maggie. Maggie. Magaluf. Anyway, Courtney, I want to thank you for what was a wonderful story and thank you for joining in. Thank you. Um, you. How old are you now? 34. You've got a lovely head of hair on you.
3: You can thank Turkey for that. (laughs) Wow. Joking. Joking. joking.
1: Really? Okay. Right. Courtney, lots of love to you. What a wonderful story. I think you're going to go pretty high up on our leaderboard now for stories, Courtney. Thank you. Namaste, my friend. I love to your nan. I didn't mean to call her Silly Moo, whatever I called her.
3: Don't worry. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye. I have been all over the place recently like a mad woman's piss. I really have. And I was in Yorkshire in Farsley, which is next door to Pudsey. Do you know, not far from Leeds. At at the Old Woolen. I think it's an art centre, but I did a gig there and I met this guy called Chock. Have a listen to this fella. He told me, amongst other things, he was shortlisted to be a a presenter on The Tube. Remember The Tube? Oh, yeah. You older people, remember The Tube years ago? And he was going to be on that, and uh, he went on holiday to America instead. But what a character he is. Have a listen to Chuck now.
4: This is the truth. This is the truth. When we first moved into the house. Yes. We were, we built the recording studio in the house, and then we had the the Velux window open. Our um, living room was upstairs, yes. And the, the first day we moved in, we had the Velux window open. We were watching television, right. and a pizza flew through the window and landed in front of us on the carpet. Really? Yes, it did.
1: God, what uh, Margarita? <laughs> <laughs> no God. Oh, God, he's overcome by
4: grief. I am, I am, I mean, I'm recalling these stories. He's making me very, 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 yeah, very, very, very... emotional. But it is emotional. Well,
1: is that because you've um, got a, you know,
4: a problem with milk products or yeah. mozzarella well, or something? Well, the what? thing was, he only threw half a pizza. And anyway, I looked out the window and I saw a ghostly figure really? running up the street. Anyway, the next day... Half a pizza, so he threw you two <laughs> seasons. Yeah, he did. Go on. He didn't have
1: any sprinkles on either, right. You saw a ghostly figure running... Running up the road. Yes. With what? The other half of the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think that was a ghost or just a Deliveroo? Or was it a deliver- No, it was no... A, d- a Deliveroo! Yes. It was a Deliveroo.
4: Yes. Anyway, the next night, yes. I was sat in my kitchen with one of my DJ I friends. I this gets better. Go on, keep it going. It does. I was sat in the kitchen with one of my DJ friends, just chatting about music and and and... The nights that were going on in Leeds. Anyway, we heard this bang, this yeah. huge bang, and we searched around the house. We couldn't work out what it right. was. And I came down in the morning, and the window... Mm. <laughs> had some had bread a, splattered across... No, the there was a massive crack right. across my kitchen window. Right, and um, what do you put this down to? Um, I, I thought... Pizza, I, or... Uh, I thought it was the ghostly pizza man... Mm. D- a dissatisfied. Chuck,
1: the problem is, uh, <laughs> what what I'm doing is an actual. It's a podcast about the paranormal. <laughs> if you're just going to take the piss, you know. I mean, I think there's been a bit of a misunderstanding. <laughs> right. Okay. Thank he you. Keep asking me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh well, thank God. you. The next day, I was in the house. Yes.
4: The next day I was in the house and basically I again I was sat in the in, in the house and I heard this knocking. Yeah. And we couldn't work out where, where, come where from. it come from. Yeah. yeah, and we went outside, couldn't work out where it mm. come from. Anyway, the sad thing was we went out and there was a ninety two year ninety two year old man used to live up the road. Right and where I used to live I used to talk about was about spitfires to yes. Second World War. Needless detail, but go on. Yeah, then. needless detail, yeah. I agree with you. However, I thought he'd come round to see me because he used to knock on my door and come round and see me. Anyway, I went out mm. and he wasn't there. Yeah. But in the morning when we woke up, yeah. sadly oh. our house had just been egged. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, by block. <laughs> no, not by this bloke. No, not by the spiritual
1: you that's said it. we were going to talk about the Smith- <laughs> right, as you bastard. Exactly. Right. Anyway, that's it. That, right. Like, that's that's well, a lot ghostly. Of, a lot of food-based uh, <laughs> vandalism of the property there. Pizzas, eggs. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> fucking mad
5: mind,
1: Oh, Christ. <laughs> Part two now of my chat with Eric, uh, the new fellow who's moved into the flat. Very cut off he is. doesn't believe in the afterlife, so I started by explaining to him that everyone's heaven is slightly different. You're not listen to what i've said your nirvana is what is personal to you and there are parties and that sometimes social gatherings whatever whatever parties you like i don't know i mean uh, i used to go barry sometimes used to take me to parties at his bowls club shite but mm. he would love to go up there and have that. what go up there talking about bowls lovely not for you i get that yeah so i'm saying if Deliveroo is your thing and spending hours on your own Staring at the computer screen, maybe occasionally, mm. slightly wondering whether this is all there is. Then, if that's what you want, fraternity, Eric. That's, and you know, I mean, computers is your. Th- I've, I've got, right. I've got. I believe this. I've got um, Steve Jobs. He, 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 works well for him, and
5: you know. But do you mean you've got Steve Jobs? But he's here like now, Steve. Steve. From uh, Apple, Mac, St- and that. Well, I know. Yeah, of course, of course but. Yeah. He, uh, I don't. Hey? Do you mean he's? How, why is he just? T-
1: he's here now. He's with me now. Yeah. Stay. One of he, the
5: most innovative tech. Blokes. Personalities of the uh, of all time. Yeah. Just, what he, do you mean? How? Will,
1: he's he's identified himself. He said, "I'm the bloke done the computers and that," and he's here, Eric. Yeah, Eric. He, I mean, that instantly, okay, that doesn't here.
5: sound like somebody would say. Well, no, I he's mean, talking the language that I... I mean, obviously, I've got thousands of questions if, right, if Steve it, Jobs it, is actually it, there. I mean, Steve,
1: he's got, he's got some quite... That might be a bit beneath you, uh, Steve. You don't, you don't want to blind you. Well,
5: you know what... All right, go on. What does he think of the new M1 chips in, in the Mac? Yeah? Is it? Um, yeah, he does. The Apple Vision Pro, there's so many...
1: Uh,
5: Alright. The phones, I like, think like, is there a is oh, a you, phones that isn't just right, a don't blind him with wisdom. too many questions, just a second. I mean, he he also oh, said Christ. he wouldn't ever have a stylus for the iPad, but okay. then the Apple Pencils come out after right, his death. Right. Is that. Right. Do, what all does right, he think on don't that? Don't shit
1: yourself, Eric, just give us a chance to
5: ask him. Do you have to be able to code in every language <laughs> to be able to Steve. actually be a, a software engineer, or do you think it's more right, about ideas... OK, Steve
1: is like shaking his head now. He's going, lay,
5: lay off! You see he's a kind of overlap, <laughs> a, a parallel no, between he's, the he's, making of uh, yeah, a feature film, a Steve. Marvel film, and the making right, of okay. a, an operating system. Yeah, yeah. Op- I, do you have to tell a story right. with the okay, way you designed it? I'll be honest you with know you, you, Steve's getting
1: a bit sick of that now, so he's going to go on unless you just shut up for a second.
5: I just think they really... Just yeah the interface is just great I love I love Mac the second um, the interface
1: Steve yeah
5: he agrees he
1: says he says that's right and, he, and that there you are. he says he's saying the way that the Mac is well it can be cross-pollinated with the iPhone is very much what you need to, yeah, to be doing any questions?
5: Well, not you know, I don't know. The, the company's not really innovated as much since he's been gone. I don't know what he thinks of that. I mean, I don't know if I should really entertain this conversation. Just a second. I don't know if I believe he's actually there, but, like... What do you, you think? Know, I, I wonder what he thinks of everything since... You know, cos it's basically just a, a similar but slightly upgraded phone every year, and I feel like he used to really... He's, he's
1: saying, can you let can get a fucking word in Edgeways? Oh, what's Steve, yeah? He reckons it's never... What, since what, since Lynx, was it? What's the name of the operating system?
5: Uh, oh, no, well, uh, Linux is different, but. Uh, and he that's, says, yeah, yeah
1: he's, he, he agrees that's not Mac, he says. Well
5: done, me, he. And he says, but, um, thank you. And he says, good. And he says. I really like the M1 chips in the new Mac. Hold on Pro, just a second.
1: Um, what do you think of the M1 chips? He, he, he. on the keys and that. And he's going, yeah, he, he do not want to get too technical, but
5: he says he really likes it. I'm fine, fine. He can be as technical he, as he likes.
1: All right. It? He's. Uh,
5: I did a master's degree. So.
1: Yeah, and Steve says he don't want to show
5: off too much. He don't want to say too much to you about the operating system. Well, I wouldn't he, see it as showing off; it just see it as basic. Okay, what do you want to ask? Technical comments. He said he's a
1: little bit busy, but so hurry up. What do you want to ask him?
5: He seems to say a lot of things that that you would say. No, right? he's you know I mean? no,
1: a, not at all. He's saying what you'd say because he knows you've got a,
5: a GCS, But He seems, uh, to, what, he uh, seems uh, to sort of speak in your kind of. I want to
1: do the voice. He doesn't it's do. Like, he speaks differently. Well, no,
5: not the voice. But it seems like he doesn't have any vocabulary. All right, hold of, on. The vocabulary you <laughs> possess. Do you know? What I just think it's quite. All right,
1: okay. He says he really likes the the way you can do word on it and write. He says you don't want to get too technical, can, but you mm. can write a letter on it and everything on the. On right. the
5: mainframe I suppose he's from a different era. yes he, he
1: says. He, how oh, he's laughing. He's saying, "You youngsters, you've you picked up the, you picked up the baton and you've you've run with it." But he says, "Do you get my point?" He says, do "You get Clinton's point." So, alright Steve, thank you. You, you go now. He's, uh, he's got
5: But okay. Well, no, he's. Well, do you want him? to no. leave like that.
1: Alright, Just ask, ask ask him yourself. I won't interrupt. Ask him. Steve, Eric, the floor's yours. Steve's in. Go on. Ask well, the question.
5: Well, I just think. I just think at the, at this point what is the potential for computers is the laptop even what the future is is the laptop outdated I love I love computers I love laptops Yes okay like I know that yeah Are we all just going to be having goggles on yeah and uh doing everything through maybe the Vision Pro or yeah. or possibly a Google product you know I, I think that I would Okay. Preferably try the Apple product. Okay, have you
1: finished asking the question? Because time is money for him, he's quite busy.
5: I don't know if there's necessarily a question there, but what? Well, he's
1: saying, can you ask the fucking question, is what he's asking. Well, where is he? He's next to me! He's next to me now! But where's
5: next to you? He's not next to you, I can't see him.
1: Well, he's wearing his black polar neck. I
5: know. I don't know what you mean by time. Money, what is money wise to the concept of because
1: he's working money up there. In, that's in his. Heaven. That's his Nevada Why is he wor- working.
5: He likes. He's up on what the stage.
1: White- you know, like he used to do, go on with his white trainers and a black top, a polar neck thing. He likes to yeah. do that. That's where he's most comfortable. And he says, unless you hurry up, and ask the actual question, he's going to bugger off. He's got a big conference. He's presenting the new M1 ch- uh, chips that he's doing. One question. One. Not all this iPhone business. Quite brief. He said a yes Um, or no answer would probably be best at this (coughs) stage.
5: Yes or no. Um, uh, Do you think there's more to life than computers? He
1: says yes. So that's good. He's got to go, Um, but he said that he will be there with you, and he'll come down to see me periodically. And so he says good luck in the uh, the new flat, he says. And so... He's okay. gone No, he's gone now. So he's, he, but, but that was interesting, wasn't it? But the point remains, he's found his Nirvana, which is to do with computers and that that you like, and mobile phones mm. and that, and you can find yours too. Do you understand? It's not one size fits all, is what I'm uh, saying.
5: But it's just, you know, the first time you heard the messages... Yeah. ...and talking to the other side... Yes, so how yes. You, you, know, you're, ...you weren't... They were real, or you weren't just crazy or
1: no because it was very vivid and you know these things innate skill
5: I know but people sometimes have you know when they're, um, they're injected with morphine or something like yeah, that Yeah, a lot of, well I wasn't not that, that you but you know ad- adrenaline can yeah. cause uh, hallucinations and mm. how not again I'm not qualified to diagnose anything but I, I guess if I okay. started getting visions and speaking to people that, that other people assured me weren't there okay um, look
1: Eric. Eric. They. They
5: maybe um, say. It could be a, an element. It could be a symptom of psychosis. Yes,
1: yes, and that's true. And I can go into. I can wax lyrical about all forms of Jungian, Freudian uh, philosophy. I can talk quite intellectually about things. But I, you have to excuse me, because tipping point is on soon. So I'm going to have to let you go and come back and bring the extension cable back. And I dare say I can yeah. get Steve Jobs all right. So thank you. I'm bring sorry, it back. I didn't when, mean when, to, yeah, it's all right. No, that's right. It's yeah, a fascinating. Okay. It's a fascinating subject, thank and I'll be you. glad to entertain you. Again. No, don't. Don't go like that. Come back when you We can talk another time. Alright, cheers Eric. Bye
2: bye. If I'm actually feeling like my hair is a bit too light, I might go darker again, but maybe I'm on the cusp of something new. Yes, you just caught Linda talking about <laughs> her
1: hair, which was not what we were supposed to be talking no! I've done about. It. Let's get show just time to go to sandrea mosses a day in the life it's well day in the afterlife it's it's world-renowned medium sandrea mosses who connects a reader with a loved one in spirit so we're basically she is literally verbatim telling us what is going on in heaven and this week charlotte flint asked her to contact her mom flo okay
2: now before we begin yeah just look out for the usual motif of uh, giggling rivers well yeah it's okay you haven't read it yet talking fish funny you should say that yeah and pubs with no booze here we go i have to say i do like your hair it's a subtle change i know but it really does suit you so well i always wished i'd been more inventive with my hair i always kept it about the same length in a similar style if i knew then what i know now i would have done amazing things with my hair grown it long for one thing that's right Well, Charlotte,
1: i fitted in here so well, almost right away. I felt like I was coming home, I really did. I seemed to close my eyes for a moment and the world around me changed, gone. Gone was my home and everything familiar to me. I found myself standing in an open field with waist-high poppies. Uh, the Taliban had come and to shoot me. Daisies, buttercups and lots of grass.
2: The first person I saw was my dad. Oh, that's lovely. He was standing, smiling at me from a distance. I felt so loved, comfortable and so very safe. Instead of following, though, I lay down on the bed of flowers and grass and fell asleep. It was such a peaceful
1: transition from my world on earth to here. My pain and aching limbs were gone. It was as if I was 32 again. I discovered I have a male guide. It was
4: actually a rectangular shape.
1: No, it was a male guide. Apart from my family, I sometimes found men easier to relate to. Me too. Apparently, this is why I chose a man to support me rather than a female. His name is Narrow. N-A-R-O. Let's say Narrow. Narrow sounds a bit... N-A-R-O. You don't know how he pronounces it. No, quite, quite. Hold on just a minute. How do you pronounce it? Definitely Nero. He says, <laughs> Nero. what's that? Linda, don't know what she's talking about. Definitely
2: Nero.
5: Right. Yeah, sorry, thanks,
2: Nero. Nero. See you get back to flow. As soon as I met him, I knew him. I recognised him from my dreams or part of my subconsciousness just beyond my world. I instantly knew he'd always been with me, gently trying to nudge me. Dirty get. Into different <laughs> directions while Just a
1: minute. Nero, you filthy bastard. All the same. Come on, she's dead. Give
2: us, her a, give us a, <laughs> give break. <her> a break. <laughs> give her a break. Give her a
5: break. Poor woman.
2: He'd nudge me into different directions when I was slightly off course. Giving no, me just confidence. a minute. Nero, stop nudging her into different directions, you dirty bastard. Ha <laughs> giving me confidence when I was hesitant. Oh, sorry. The wildflower
1: field and recognizing Nero made my transition so easy. I sharing all this with you as I know you are anxious about whether I had made it safely over to the other side, well I did and that is where I am now now this is the important bit, yeah. when I arrive you can plan what you're going to do, it's like a bit like you know what, Butlins, you can sign up for yeah, put your uh, name on a rotor, knobbly <laughs> knees or five-a-side football, bowls glamorous <laughs> granny, glamorous <laughs> granny the opportunities are infinite, that's right it's a bit like Butlins, there is always an element of learning, boo boring, achieving and growing into your chosen pathway here I'm not something a second I've, I've been up there and I've got to assure you it's not as boring as it sounds if you don't want to do any learning and Christ knows i have barely read a book for the last ten years if you just want a bit of fun yeah you can there's a weather spoons up there there's the bleeding lot you don't have to do boring evening classes is my point Do you understand I weren't on in one way or another while I did some traveling I never
2: managed to do a lot of things I would have liked to do in the earlier days it was money that restricted us later in life I simply ran out of time so I've decided to spend some time here traveling exploring all the things I never got to see on the earth plane and revisiting some of the places I loved I am not alone in doing this. I've joined up with other with some other
1: people that are a group of 12 who've chosen this, our current path. Sounds like one of those, uh, you know. An away day. An away day on a coach. We all sing along all the old war songs. We go off and visit lots of different places. Oh yeah, Chessington. Sometimes <laughs> together or alone with our guides. Then we sit together and discuss what we've
2: learned on our journeys. Ooh, so I'm, boring. I'm beginning to understand the co- energies of different places on earth and how we resonate with them, which is why we enjoy certain places so much. Yes. We see the contamination of the planet and S-
1: serious bit now.
2: Yeah, you you lot did that, so don't, <laughs> yeah, don't worry really do well. with us. <laughs> don't about
1: really well. you sitting up there see the contamination of the planet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we work out what we might do to help. Well fucking get on with it. <laughs> it's quite exciting really to think I'm contributing something to make the earth a better place. Well you're not really. But by well, by my not love. being <laughs> there. <laughs> by going on a coach trip up there. How did I get there? I fly.
1: Through the air at first, clinging on to Nero. Now I am like Superwoman. Nero has shown me the lighter, brighter side of heaven. Here we go. It's beyond your imagination. it truly is. Imagine mountains so high, tipped in snow and radiating the most amazing energies. I can only liken it to sunshine shining from inside the mountain.
2: Rivers flow through the valleys between these vast mountains with the most amazing effervescent water that almost seems alive. Yeah,
1: that is nice. That does sound good. Here we go. Here come the giggles. If you look carefully you can see water sprites here playfully racing through the foam like dolphins swimming in the
2: sea. It is such a pleasure to be able to see. You. I don't know why I'm taking the piss. It sounds delightful. I feel honoured as Nero tells me that you have to be of a certain vibration to be able to see the sprites. Oh, just a minute. Nero, give it a rest. Stop chatting her up
1: silver tongue bastard. We
2: know they can all see They sparkle, glisten and shine. To be around them is uh, to be around them or watch them speed past you is so exhilarating. It literally is
1: you can feel your heart flutter and and it goes on and on like that let's get to what charlotte says that read now this is why i'm i'm reluctant to take the piss right it's a comfort for charlotte that reading was so beautiful absolutely amazing it's overwhelming As there are many things in there that stuck with me. The only thing... She has just had a haircut. She just had a haircut. Not in this picture, clearly. I had about six inches chopped off. It's so funny, Mum knows that. When Mum was here, she always had her hair exactly the same way. There's a picture of delightful haircut that the Mum's had. Always the same perm, same length. She used to say she wished she could grow it, but she never did. Now, this is the bit I don't... The travelling bit was funny as well. Mum loved going abroad, but she was terrified of flying. So, that's... Thanks for that, Nero. Thank you. You've done that nicely for us. You don't mind flying now. Just stop the nudging. Stop the nodding, you filthy pig. Anyway, so you were sitting next to her on the plane. She'd hold your hand and dig her nails in so badly. And a couple of days when we were due to come back from holiday, she'd get anxious. So that really stuck with me that she's travelling now. My mum really was amazing. It will take some time to process this letter, but it's beautiful, absolutely amazing. And now, thank you for that last bit. That's made me feel terrible for taking the piss. Because I do believe this stuff, all right? Don't purse your we lips. Read,
2: don't purse your lips, But like we that. read these accounts every other
1: week. And They're very similar. Yeah. Well, one argument is that that's the, beca- same place, yeah. the same place. It's the same place, you know. I mean, let's not forget that
2: the spirits are very strong tonight. All right right. Okay. Don't forget
1: that, okay. please. Goodness me, look, we've 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 really come to it. I just want to say this, that we've had some lovely ghost stories, and the leaderboard, just to, can we just have the countdown music for the leaderboard of the ghost stories? Bringing up the rear is Mike Milligan with his ghost dragging a basket in the toilet. Hot new entry at six, Chokka Saini with his silly bollocks. Number five, Mark Simmons, with a wonderful story of that the, the jacket ended up under the bed, do you remember that?
2: Out the way, Mark, here comes Rob Green at four with his bloke in the woods. Amanda Abington has dropped to number three. New at two, Courtney with the Uncaring miners. And
1: still, number one, Laurie, with his haunted security job. You, you've got to be fair, that was pretty scary. Going to take a lot to knock that off. Eight weeks now at number one. Can you knock Laurie off? Give us a call. If you want to, yeah, knock. Yeah, come on, give us your ghost stories. What's Linda going to be up to now? What are you doing now? More oats, probably. More oats for Linda. Please, please, please don't forget to come and see us at the 100 Club, 24th of September. It's going to be a fantastic show. There's music, there's comedians, there's us, there's you doing your ghost stories. Please go to wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste's Sunday Sales. There are other dates, but I'm just saying that September is the next one. All right, until next time, Linda. Goodbye. Goodbye, namaste, and thank you for listening. you. <laughs> Well, another show. Lot of fun, wasn't it? Quite a busy show, lots going on. My thanks to Linda, Jess Lightfoot, Richard Burton, Eric Rushton, Courtney Baines, Chuck Hussein, Dave Brinkworth for the music, and Glow for singing it. <gasps> I know I'm a stuck record, but why don't you come and see us at the 100 Club, Sunday the 24th of September? There's loads of these gigs coming up. It's us doing the bloody podcast live. Go to wegottickets.com and look for Clinton Baptiste Sunday Seance. And we'll see you next week. I
3: know where you were last Saturday. And I hope you had a lovely time,
1: Yeah right. Clinton Baptiste. Offering you the chance to enjoy my Patreon podcast for free for seven days. So many people have been joining me over there. It's a shame that you're not. Uh, we've got videos, cartoons. We've got uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, uh, all the old back catalogue. And a chance for exclusive dibs on tickets before anyone else. Please come to patreon.com forward slash Clinton Baptist. All right, spirit Fady Neil See you there, Fady Neal.